action, not tactic. I don't get things. I don't understand tactics. <laughs> hey, Roaches. I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items, searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, and record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Hooray! You're listening to another episode of Thrifty. Whether it is you're streaming or you've already subscribed on one of the cool applications like iTunes or Podomatic, I'm your host, Toddy, and this is Thrifty. Secondhand shopping for worm people. We have an exciting agenda today, uh, but before we get into that, I do want to remind folks out there that this very podcast, Thrifty, the one you're listening to, um, we had the fortunate surprise of winning best podcast in Pittsburgh last year, and we're trying to do it as two-time champions. I don't think it was done before, so that's a cool thing. Um, how you can do that, and this is case sensitive. I'll tell you what the big ones are. So you want to go to bit.ly or bit.ly, so bit, B-I-T dot L-Y, uh, uh, backslash P-G-H, P-G-H. Big boy letters, capital letters, nominations, and nominations, all lowercase. So you want to go to bit.ly backslash PGH nominations. Please vote for Thrifty. Thanks so much. But if you just happen to vote for another one of the podcasts, that's very cool too. Honestly, that's very fine because uh, a lot of votes in that particular category, regardless of who you're voting for, shows that there's an interest and it shows the paper that so maybe we get more you know we all get spots so bit.ly backslash pgh nomination so that's only one thing i'm shilling today the other uh is brick body kids and to help me show brick body kids i've welcomed to the show this week uh you may know him as brick body shane but what we call him is beef meepson i'm beef meepson welcome to the show beef Here's here's a little beef fact for you. Did you know that there are a bunch of different cuts of steak in one cow? Give me this give me the cuts. Uh sirloin, ribeye, uh T bone. T bones is ribeye and New York strip. Hmm. That's where it lies on the cow. Mm-hmm. Uh little beef tenderloiners. We know filet mignon, which means cute steak in French. Cute steak. Cute steak. You ever had lingua? Tongue? No, I've had pig cheek, <laughs> like the cheek of a pig, like you cut your face a little bit, P- pig cheek. What's that taste like? Uh, tastes like pig. Is it like the belly? Vaguely, yeah, kind of. It's just like pig. Pig. Ham. I don't know anything about pig. 
I don't know anything about ham. I'm beef meepsin. Yeah. So I, it's <laughs> so that's your beef fact for the beef day. Beef only. Uh, but yeah, if y'all could throw us a little nomination over BBK, that'd be fun. Yeah. So and if you don't, same go thing. For any other person. Yeah, for sure. Go to a bit.ly backslash PGH nominations. This is under goods and services and it's brick body kids so click goods it's like the second one right after the one that starts with an a yeah and it's alphabetical so to vote for thrifty bit.ly backslash pgh nominations go under people and places thrifty goods and services brick body kids and then you can go back over to people and places Mm -hmm. and nominate the dark horse the other co-host of the show today, DJ Lil, for best personality. Hello. Best personality, DJ Lil. Please vote DJ Lil, Dark Horse. Welcome back to the show, DJ Lil. Thank you. And, and it has been, I guess, a little bit over uh, a year since we first recorded together. That's true. Um, Shane, it's kind of the same way, but we kind of uh, got to know each other at G- uh, Goodwill Outlets. Mm-hmm. Vaguely, yeah. So we were thrifting together before we were thrifting together mm-hmm. well we've had our origin story said what at least three times right yeah i know <laughs> we gave each other something and then you were like hey i'm gonna be at this thing but it's been a wrestling. year since yeah. both of yeah. you yeah but then kind we, of been the family we Entered the family in march and then we went on the great thrifty excursion which is still one of my favorite pieces That's we a did good one so dj lil um you you have some uh, thrift finds today. I, I know do. Beef Meepson has some. I have some. Mm-hmm. But what we're going to be talking about as, as part of our, our curated thrift haul today are items we've owned twice. So either items we've had when we were younger and got them again as adults or just sentimentally uh, attached items we've had since childhood or all that kind of fun stuff. So let's I guess let's just hop right into it. Our first segment. Something you've never seen before. Something you've never seen before. Something you've never seen at all. But it has always been at the core. So to new listeners of the show, something you've never seen before. Uh, what we take a look at, we put together a curated thrift haul of secondhand finds, and then we accompany those with some thrifty trivia trivia. So we ask each other trivia about our items, then the points we procure, we add them up, and at the end of the show, that's who uh, that's who wins the show. Uh, Beef Meepson had a big W last week, a come from behind well, I win. I think it's my second. Second win, and it's the last two appearances on the show. You have won both. Mm-hmm. We're cooking with gas. So you have you could win three in a row here. Me, it's been a bit. So hopefully, I don't know, put something together. But let's go over our first item as a part of our curated thrift haul. I'm going to start everything off. And uh, longtime listeners of this show may be familiar with what I'm going to be getting into, but we have three three brand new old ones today. We're looking at a military action figure line produced by Lanyard Toys. We're looking at the core. So for old uh, listeners of the show, you will you may or may not remember me at my core, 
which was a segment we did with Josh last called Larkin, where I would show him one of my action figures, and he would have to give it a name and an occupation because they're all Can weird. Can we do that one time today? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. see. You, yeah, okay. I've always wanted. I'm I'm in last call seat technically. What core action figures are? They're GI Joes, but they're a cheaper alternative of GI Joes, and they're usually sold in the same aisle as GI Joes. So normally you could get a three pack of core figures for the same price as one GI Joe. So when I was growing up, I didn't get GI Joes. I got the generic GI Joes because yeah, that's just the income level. But they were military figures, and I'm not like big, you know, I don't have any attachment to the military, so they would have weapons and all that kind of stuff. I would just lose those weapons because all my toys I had wrestled, like professional wrestling style, and these things were kind of cheap, so you'd get like three for like seven, eight dollars, and it would come with all kinds of stuff, and uh, the ones that I have today, they're from the mid-80s to early 90s and on the topic items we've owned twice I owned pretty much a ton of core figures the first two sets all of them complete but the fun part about the core is is uh, there's only so many different molds it's just every year when they came out with the new core figures they would uh, mold them the same but they would paint them different So that gave me the advantage of a wrestling fan. That gave me the advantage of them making tag teams and splitting up tag teams Mm. and everything like that because they Mm -hmm. were the same thing. Um, They didn't actually introduce uh, women into the core until, anybody want to guess, a year? 2015. 93. 2015. Never. Oh, I was spot on. 2015, uh, so they recognized women in the military uh, about four and a half years ago. Yeah. Uh, So thank you for that. But okay, (laughs) so we had another plan, but uh, uh, we're going to go with, uh, we're going to go with me at my core style. And I will say that um, all of these figures in some form have worked or do currently work in some line of military now some of them have military uh training Mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily where they went with it so me at my core what i'm going to do is i'm going to show dj lil and brick body shane uh one of my core figures and they're going to have to guess their name and occupation based on what they look like so um well this one's easy i'm gonna give you I'm going to give you this one, which is kind of in the middle here. Um, so to describe what I'm handing over, and I'm, trying to, I'm going to try to describe the figure without, I guess, giving it away. Um, what I'm looking at, it's a dude. He has tan pants on, which are camouflage, and the camo is like a, a green, a brown, and a peach. No shirt, folks. No shirt. But he does have some sort of suspenders on his shirtless top. Mm. And then he has a, uh, a hat to match his camouflage pants. But these are all about three and a half to four inches tall. But uh, also he's wearing a watch band. And there are some weapons in the bag. And you're free to open it. So I'll pass it to DJ Lil first. All right. 
So that character, I have all the information in front of me about who he is and what he does. But uh, you have to guess. You have to tell me. He's beefy. He's got a stern look on his face. But uh, his legs are funky. Mm-hmm. I will say this is not his name. But when I had the figure when I was a kid, that same figure, I called him Richie. Okay. So Richie was that figure's that I called him. But that's <laughs> not his name. That's not his name. Shane's looking at me like, bruh. Barry Markland. Oh. He's a park ranger. Barry Markland, park mm. ranger. Barry Markland, park ranger. Fred. Just Fred. No last name. Um, and he's definitely, you know, working somewhere. A warm climate. He has to keep track of the time. I think he's under a tent, though, because, like, who goes topless? In topless a long pants is yeah. a look. Park so Ranger. I think that he's making maps. Mm, topology. Yeah. Huh? But the look on his face is like, I only have so much time in the day to make these maps. Yeah. Topless. Okay. So, um, repeat what your answers are again. Fred, mm-hmm. map maker. Barry, Markland. Forgot it. Park uh, ranger. Park ranger. Park ranger. Okay. Well, also, it could be a firefighter, but mainly park ranger. Now, mm-hmm. I said all of these are military or ex-military. And we neither gave... Well, we're having fun. Yeah. If I had to guess military, just a fucking guy. Ma- with yeah, there's definitely... The that just yeah, drills. That, that's... Well, I'm saying yours was fine. He, was oh, saying, he said well, a park Okay, ranger. fine. <laughs> Drill Sergeant Barry Markland. Wow. Oh, we're changing it over now. And, uh... So, this is actually... I called this character Richie as a kid, but this character, <clears throat> his name is Whipsaw. What? Whipsaw. And this is late 80s... Uh, so Whipsaw led small units of guerrilla-type troops on undeclared, in quotes, missions. Hmm. Uh, to Shane's point, he's a career U.S. Marine Master Sergeant and drill instructor. Served time in Southeast Asia and various Marine posts around the world. His strong point is being able to teach his vast military knowledge to others. And that's Whipshaw for you. Hmm. One of the guys from the court. Lost his shirt Whipshaw years ago. Whipshaw Whale Teeth. Whipshaw <laughs> Whale Teeth. That could be his last name. Yeah, lot, <laughs> lost his shirt in the war type guy. Right. So uh, so that's uh, that's Whipshaw. Um, we'll do one more. And this we've done, but it's been, gosh, it's probably been 80 episodes since he's been on. Um, so this one is a, a different, uh, interesting one. And I think for a lot of reasons, it's going to be harder to predict uh, his name and occupation. I'll tell you what he looks like straight off the bat. Um, He looks like an 80s street punk. Okay. Um, He has short shorts on. He has a a big knife um, on his thigh, strapped to his thigh. Um, Hit the top. He's wearing a just a vest with chains on it. Um, he has eyebrows that are longer than his arms, and he oh. has a, a big, uh, a big red mohawk. So he has a red mohawk, a red vest, black trunks, red knife. Um, his name 
that I referred to him as as a child was Bad Boy. Ooh. And that's all I called him. But he does wield a three chainsaw gun. Hmm. So I'm going to pass over what I called to be Bad Boy, but see if you could pick a name and an occupation. And of course, at Thrifty Podcast on Instagram, you will see what these look like. His eyebrows are... Something. They remind me of like Leonard Nimoy, Spock mm-hmm. style. Um, I want to call him Rocco Marty Martinson. Okay, Rocky and, uh, Rocco Marty Martinson. I think he's an alligator trainer. Oh, <laughs> I know exactly what he is. Yeah. <laughs> this is Crankshaft. Crankshaft? <laughs> um, Crankshaft is a demolitions expert. I like that. See, he got it. He gets the idea. This crankshaft. Crankshaft demolition expert. Crankshaft! <laughs> so, um, so what bad boy is what I called him. His actual name? Whispering Willie. Hmm. Whispering Doesn't Willie. That's a dumb fit. name. It should have been crankshaft. <laughs> uh, but he has uh, the, thing, the thing that radicalized him. Um, he a uh, brief formal military <laughs> experience until he was discharged as too quote unquote loony for services. So he was a bad boy, got put in the military, didn't help anything. Mm-hmm. They discharged him. But uh, for some reason, on his bio, uh, his biography, it says, and I quote, does not understand tactics. <laughs> so what was he like in the rig? He was actually the top bad guy, the top heel. Oh, he because he was—he just like, as a stereotypical bad guy look. Me at ten years old, mm-hmm. I was like bad boy, mm-hmm. and he's going to be the main baddie. Um, but it does also say his attack is always direct and overpowering. Was he from all that alligator Watersville training? Town? He's from Watersville Town, England, as well. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All the alligator training that yeah. he does, but uh, he does not understand tactics. Neither do alligators. I don't understand things. I don't get tactics. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Tactics. What, what, what is going on with the tactics? English. <laughs> Give me direction, not tactics. Tactics. I don't understand. I don't get things. I don't understand tactics. <laughs> So this one, I would do me at my core style where you would guess what he is, um, but it's very clear that he is a motorcycle cop. Paul Monahan. Paul (laughs) Monahan, motorcycle (laughs) cop. Um, I had a – so, again, these molds were used over and over and painted differently. Mm -hmm. This one is from the late 80s, this figure I have in my hand. But there's another of this figure that's painted like rainbow. Hmm. So there's like cop cop and rainbow cop. And for whatever reason, I had two of these. And I called one Lenny Kowicki. That's a NASCAR driver or Re- close. That's Alan Kowicki, but close enough. Lenny Kowicki. Maybe that's where I got Kowicki from. Mm-hmm. So Lenny Kowicki was the rainbow one. And this one was just Quickie. <laughs> Same, same, just, he just did Lenny Kowicki. In fact, it was jumping Lenny Kowicki and Kowicki. That's it. Um, (laughs) But this, this particular fella, his actual name is Chopper. 
Um, the chomper? Chopper. chopper. Oh, chopper. So what he has, he has, um, he's dressed as a cop that rides a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He has your cop badge on um, with the, uh, the tan, the tan uh, sleeveless shirt with a gun strapped across his waist. He's got the cop mustache. The giant sunglasses. Giant sunglasses, cop helmet, and his cream-colored helmet matches his cream-colored pants and then black boots. And uh, this guy was a former California Highway Patrol officer. And uh, he's known for getting into places that no one else can. Chopper. Or should. <laughs> or should. Mm. Cops doing bad things. Sounds like a cop What's to me. What's happening? Um, and this next, this, this next part about his biography, it, uh, yeah, it's very cop adjacent as well. Doesn't have many friends and prefers to keep it that way. Uh-oh. So, so that's chopper. He prefers to keep it that way. So these figures that I had as a kid, and now I have again as an adult, I've been slowly collecting them over time. And once upon a time, a big part of this show is me collecting the figures. And I got to the point where I have almost all the figures I actually had as a kid. Mm. So um, we bought, uh, we brought three to the show today. And before I pass it off to the second thrift find of the curated thrift hall, got to get into the trivia. Mm-hmm. Got to get into the trivia. So my question, my first question of the day, uh, it. Uh, relates directly to the core. So if there's no core knowledge, this is just going to be a guess. So Lennard Toys has been operating from 1978 to present day. Aside from the core, Lennard is also responsible for what other toy line that is core adjacent. So... Uh, Lennard Toys makes core figures. They make a bunch of things. But what's the other toy they make that's very core adjacent? A, Star Force, and what the Star Force are, are astronaut response team. Uh, B, Mayday, secret street fighter jet pilots. So they fight on the ground, but they also have secret reconnaissance missions on jet pilots. They're called Mayday. Mm-hmm. And see, we have subaquatics. Subaquatics and their Submariners Underwater Health Network. So if you're a diver, you're down there. Ah, got bit by a shark. You go over to this, uh, the subaquatics because they're Submariners. And they'll help you out. Or you know what? Uh, the unfortunate part about this whole thing is there's also D, none of the above, meaning I lied for all three of those. So A, Star Force, B, Mayday, C, Subaquatics, D, none of the above. Now, what core adjacent figure line does Lennard Toys work with? Hmm. Who wants to give their opinion first about what's going on here? I'll go first. Okay. I like the idea of Mayday, but I think that the uh, Subaquatics, as a toy manufacturer, I think... You could sell those more easily. Yeah. So you're like, I can just see the ads now of like Boats. kids just putting the toys right into the water. Bring them it. Bring them yeah. into the uh, tub with you. Exactly. Bring them to the backyard above ground pool, like I did as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I Fish did tank. As a kid. Just 
fish terrorize tank. the fish in there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I'm going to go with the subaquatics. Subaquatics, C. I'm going to do something I haven't done with for in a while, which is go with my gut. Because every time I don't go with my gut, it's that answer. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say B. Ooh. I heard Mayday. And mm -hmm. I was like, Mayday. sounds good. Mayday with an exclamation my, mark. My actually. other hunch is it's going to be, I think it feels like C might be right too. Because I don't think you came up with a subaquatic. They might have. Oh. Um, but I'm thinking, I'm double downing on B. B. On B. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mayday. So once again. Uh, Lennard Toys, responsible for the core, but they've also been responsible for another core-adjacent line. What is that? A, Star Force, astronaut response team. B, Mayday, which are street fighter jet pilots. C, Subaquatics, which are, which are Submariner Underwater Health Network. Or D, none of the above. Um, we have a B with Shane, and we have a C with DJ Lil, right? You said C. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, the correct answer is a oh. Star Force astronaut team. The Corps went to yeah. space. Tough luck for both of us. So they have an astronaut line that basically looks like these guys, only they're, they're in space. Yeah. yeah. Well, Looks darn. Dang. Zero. Fudge. I was happy points. with the subaquatics. Yeah, that's... That's pretty cool. I'm pretty not going to lie. <laughs> Like having a, a, like, yeah, I've envisioned it as an underwater hospital. Mm-hmm. Got a, I got a. a kind of like Sea Lab. Right? Yeah. Just like it. Almost like I ripped off of it and thought of it myself. <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately, no points through the first pick of the thrift hall. Um, all but, right. There's but we have plenty food. of others. Who's up next? Gumby. G-U-M-B-Y. Gumby. Can Gumby I get a Gumby in the chat? Gumby, 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 Gumby. I've been... Gumby, Gumby is here in my hand, and uh, obviously it's a claymation figure. So is he, like, it was squishy? made by hand. Bendable, Gumby. He's bendable, for and sure. And it's just been really pleasant to hold on to while I... We were having this other discussion. Is that like so. a six-inch six Gumby? Yeah, six-inch bendable Gumby. There he is, look. A six-inch bendable Gumby. Forever smiling. As a part of the thrift hall. Forever is, smirking. Is sitting on Shane's knee. On wasn't Beef, his, wasn't, Beef's knee. Wasn't his horse's name like Patsy or Pokey. something? Okay. Patsy. <laughs> and Gumby Sorry. pretty much screws over Pokey like all the time. So Pokey is uh, Odie in the realm of Gumby. Mm. Pokey is Yoshi. No. Oh, a little Yoshi would be closer. Yeah. Sort of. But he, uh, Pokey was a true animal. Though. It didn't really mm -hmm. do many. It didn't really do animal things. I mean, it did all animal things. And other right. animals we spoke about did human things. Yeah. Okay. Pokey is like still mostly just a horse. Yeah. Was Gumby ever like, did anyone ever say what he was? He's Gumby. He just looks like a big eraser. He's a eraser. humanoid creature. Just yeah. like a big eraser. Are you saying, like, is it a race or? No. Like, is he, like, a thing or just, like, a being? He's a humanoid thing. Okay. I always yeah. thought he was He's a eraser. humanoid creature. Um, the bad guys were blockheads. The blockheads. Mm. Two, they were two twin blockheads. So they had blockheads. They were him with blockheads. Mm, they were red. Did yeah. you realize they had blockheads? Oh yeah, yes. yeah. It's made out of blocks. <laughs> well, I think they were called blockheads. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was their that was their name. Mm -hmm. But yeah, whether you watch the show or not, I mean, 
Gumby is a very recognizable character. There's got to be tens of hundreds of thousands of these exact little bendable guys out there. I, You can easily thrift these. I found this one a couple months ago at uh, Creative Reuse for like two bucks. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so as Shane was concerned about, yes, he is a green claymation humanoid creature. Mm-hmm. But he can move in all kinds of ways and become different mm-hmm. shapes and uh, go through the mirror universe, stuff mm. like that. Uh, it was created by Art Cloakey in the 50s. And, uh, Art Cloakey? Art Cloakey. I never knew From that name. Detroit, Michigan. Ah. Um, mm. That's yeah. how I say it. Mm. I say Detroit instead of D- Detroit. 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 Yeah, it's Detroit, I think. Right from the D. Mm-hmm. Uh, the look of Gumby was inspired by the shape of the gingerbread man. Okay. Um, actually, the you know his head is kind of yeah. like diagonal. That's why piece. I thought he was an eraser. Um, <laughs> the the shape of his head is based on a photograph of Art Cloakey's dad. His haircut was like, whoo! Wow. It was like one of the only pictures of his dad. So he based the little shape off of his hair that's kind of fun yeah i was like that's interesting that's i didn't know that fun. some um, gummy facts yeah, for and your... he chose the color green because it's racially neutral and it's a symbol of life okay so all right i can get down with that thanks, art cloaky thanks, yeah. thanks art cloaky for for uh, making our sundays a lot better right mm-hmm. um so the gumby on the mood on the moon episode had featured on the howdy doody show Howdy Doody. Howdy Doody show. Yeah. Peanut gallery, all that yeah. fun stuff. Creepy puppets. Um, and it was so popular that within the, the next year, they had the Gumby show. Um, and I highly recommend checking out, if you're going to watch any Gumby, just watch that Gumby on the Moon episode. Mm-hmm. It's very tripped out. A little, Gumby on the Moon. A little corny, but some of the sounds, the, the little alien moon triangles make yeah i'm not really spoiling anything yeah you're not not pyramid heads it's a good time it's a really good the unfortunate thing about gumby on the moon is it's too good because say you start there and you watch gumby on the moon and you're like dude gumby fucking slap (laughs) and then you watch another gumby you're like well it's not as good well the other one is like drinking a milkshake and then he steals but then he gets frozen because he can't Drink too much milkshake, and then he drinks Pokey's milkshake. Yeah. Because Gumby can be kind of a jerk. So Art Cloakey had a lot of great ideas, and uh, definitely the moon one was the best one. I bet. Very good, yeah. yeah. Gumby. Um, Love Gumby. My favorite Gumby memory. Yeah. I I think I'm too young to watch Gumby. Oh, what? I don't think, well, I think it was I before my time. I'm... When I was uh, like a little ass boy, it was just in syndication. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. out. Yeah. I just knew about yeah. Gumby. Fair. There's a video of a guy playing Madden 11. And I'm in. It's a video of the Green Bay Packers being on like the two yard line, their own two. They're playing the Saints. And he, as the guy says verbatim after he throws to Greg Jennings, he goes, here's my man, Greg Jennings. This dude's got a broken leg. And he's like showing the replay of the play and he's like hobbling. And Greg Jennings miraculously gets down to about the 10. And here comes Darren Sharper. Oh. Known bad guy. And he goes, <laughs> Oh shit. Darren Sharper. 
one of the hardest hitting safeties in the league. But Greg Jennings doesn't care and scores a touchdown. And at the end of that video, for no reason, he just goes, fuck you, Gumby. Wow. And then the video <laughs> ends. That's the, that's the only gar- Gumby knowledge oh, I have. Gumby See, that's knowledge. a... That's a I don't know. I feel like as far as Gumby knowledge is concerned, that's pretty the cool. The Greg Jennings broken leg video mm-hmm. was a staple of like my childhood growing up on YouTube because I grew there up you go. See, during YouTube. Yeah, you're slightly. Yeah. Well, we. Ever so slightly younger. That's than what I the episode's am, so. about, what you just shared. Yeah. So that's, we're getting sentimental. Do you have a, uh, a question for us? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so Art Cloakey is 1921 to 2010 RIP. Rip. Was famous yeah. for another kids' TV show. Oh, no. Okay. Let's kill this Which one. Which one was it? Let's kill this one. Was it A, The Magic Roundabout, B, Davy and Goliath, C, Thunderbirds, D, None of the Above? The answer is really just Wallace and Gromit. I think the answer is... You're scaring me with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Art Cloakey, creator of Gumby, uh-huh. was famous for another kids' TV show. Yeah. Which one was it? A, The Magic Roundabout, B, Davy and Goliath, C, Thunderbirds, D, None of the Above. I'm going to... Hmm. I want to say Thunderbirds, but I don't remember. I don't think... I mean, specialize in like stop motion, kind of. Yeah. Oh, this is tough. Um, Goofy stuff. The other two, Thunderbirds is the one that I think could be most possible. It's either C or D. Oh, boy. I'm just going to go D because I can't see it. I'll go D. D? I'll go D. I already said D. I think it's Wallace and Gromit. Oh, all right. All right, so we're both going D. Which they did go to the moon. Yeah, that's true. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'd like right. to find that box set on VHS again. So we went, both went with D here. Both went D. The answer is B, Davy and Goliath. Really? Mm-hmm. I think with a name like Davy and Goliath, I should have guessed. I don't know. Art Cloakey? Was the, uh, I think the Lutheran Church? So Art, so yeah. Art Cloakey. Mm-hmm. Maker of Gumby. Maker of Gumby. And he's like, let's make him green because mm-hmm. that's not really anything. I didn't think he'd go to church, too. <laughs> like I didn't think he'd still. Who said he went to church? He just maybe just hired to make Davey that show. And Goliath, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which so... I mean, they I guess they I didn't watch that show as much. Yeah. Besides, like, uh, Adult Swim parodies of yeah that that kind of stuff. So um, no, so nothing, no points on the board at all. Yeah. This is not okay. Yeah, I mean, this is a lot like last week. It's tough. <laughs> yeah. So Shane, what do you have as part of the curated thrift haul? Y'all want to talk about some big-headed athletes? I love that. <laughs> I would love to. Have you ever heard of uh, headliners, DJ Will? I have not. What do you got for me? Well, in front of me, I have one for reference and then one that I'm going to show you. In front of me, I have Neil O'Donnell, former Steeler great. And also New York Jets. But great. I have New York Jets as well. Did he play for the Bengals? Yes. Cool. Uh, I was in the NHL once. A little hockey for you. Love headliners. I have Paul Korea in box. I do have this. Well, what headliners are are professional athletes. Yeah, they're just little sculptures. Yeah. <laughs> so to I say what this actually that. is. They're little tiny, like probably what, three-inch sculptures of fo- 
football, hockey, baseball, f- basketball players? Mm-hmm. Basketball for sure. I don't know if there was baseball. There probably was. Hmm. I can't remember. I think yeah. I had a Mark McGuire one. Okay, then there I was. I think. Um, but they're little tiny sculptures of just men. Yeah. Honestly. With big it's heads. It's like if you, kept, if you made a bobblehead just yeah. still. Tiny. But mm-hmm. smaller. And I love them. And some of them were popular. Some of them were not popular. In fact... I consider myself somebody who knows a thing or two about football. I'll tell you that. I have a few headliners. I don't know who they are. I don't yeah. know. There's like, two in our shop that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who they are. And the thing was, like, I never knew who it was. And I was like, well, I, somebody else probably does. And she, I was like, yeah, I don't know who this is. And you were like, I don't know either. Don't know either. The one, I can't even remember his name. The other one is like Novacek or something. Hmm. But I they're NF yeah NFL yeah. like NFL NBA NHL just statues of I guess teams best players but after it it kind of had the best players out there kind of derived into just like who Whoever. wore the jersey yeah it was fun mm-hmm. uh, the NHL ones were my favorite because there were ones that you could get with goalie masks we'll get to that in a second oh. Um, they had a line of them for like a year. They're from 1997 to 1999. Very short run. There was only two series of them. But I have, I bought Mario Lemieux and Paul Crea in probably 2016 on Amazon in box. Fresh. So something you had back from but when you were a kid. But back then, I had the ones with the masks. Wow. They were sick. They were goalies. With, they had were like, the mask detachable? Yeah, it came separate Ooh. and you could put it on them. But they were the exact like paint scheme and style that the goalie wore. Nice. So they were super cool. Um, I remember just having some fights. Oh, you 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 played with them? Yeah, okay. a lot of like hitting the puck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A ball of yeah. like rolled up paper. A lot of that. A little tinfoil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. The goalies. Yeah. The goalies. There was a, a line of them called the in, in the Crease Collection, which had the masks. Mm-hmm. And those were always better to be goalie because they had the mask. They were bigger. But in the regular goalies just looked normal. They just had their dog in out, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you well, there's headliners. a couple of You know yeah. all about them. Yeah. What do you do with headliners when you were young? Uh, what did I? Well. Do they wrestle? Yeah, they did. They Everything. When in doubt? The tag wrestle. team is unreal. Anything, <laughs> yeah, you got it. Barry Sanders and Herman Moore, Kent Malarchuk, <laughs> Herman Moore, wide receiver mm. from the Lions. They just wrestled. I may mm-hmm. even had, and I this could be, I could be making this up because I'm just associating that players with the Lions kind of stunk. But my, always uh, have always uh, Scott have. Mitchell from the Lions, the quarterback. I may have had that headliners if that's actually that's a real. good one. Um, but yeah, I just made them fight each other because mm-hmm. I was always kind of a football guy and I would just get the football players and make them fight each other. But I played basketball in real life. You have a few basketball ones in the shop. Yeah. And I played basketball, but I watched football mm-hmm. and I remember my uncle was like, I got the perfect thing for him and he got me a bunch of basketball ones. And I was like, you know what? You're wrong, but like that's a good read. I played basketball, mm-hmm. but I at the time I had I probably knew fifty percent of them. But now I'm glad that I actually got basketball because like I got a lot. Like I got Scottie Pippen, mm-hmm. I got Penny Hardaway, Kim Elijah one, Kim Elijah one on the Rockets. Dennis Rodman. We did that's a Dennis a Rodman yeah, episode. Yeah. The Dennis the Dennis Rodcast. Yeah. Do you have a question for I us? Do and they're about the in the crease. In the crease, okay. In the crease. So it featured six different goalies. Cool. 
And I just looked at my question, so I don't have it in front of me, but yeah. I know what's going on. Because mm-hmm. I had all of them. Mm-hmm. In the end of the crease collection, what goalie did not have a mask? Or what goalie was not featured in the collection? Okay, so what goalie was just not a part of it? Yes. Okay. A, John Van Beesbrook. Florida Panthers. B, Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh, Colorado Avalanche. C, Nikolai Kobe Bullen. Canadians? No. No. Phoenix Coyotes. Weird. Okay. D, none of the above, and they're all included. Okay. Hmm. A, John Van Beesbrook, Florida Panthers. B, Patrick Waugh, Avalanche. C, Nikolai Hobby Bullen, Phoenix Coyotes. Or D, none of the above, and they're all included. I'm going to say C. Yeah. Hobby yeah. Why is that? I mean, they definitely made one of Patrick Waugh. That's for sure. Yep. <laughs> That's for sure. That guy is weird. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a great person. Uh, <laughs> not a good time there. My dad um, met him once, which I may or may have not said on the show before. Your dad oh, meets heck. everyone. Yeah, my dad has a checkered past, but he's... Your he, dad's like, I've done all these things. Yeah. And it's like... And the weird thing is, is like... Yeah, not very good. So he will say like a lot not very good things, and you know that he's telling the truth mm-hmm. because like you're not going to make that up about yourself. Yeah. You're just not... Nope. But he snuck onto the Colorado Avalanche NHL hockey bus um, because he said he was, like, somebody's brother. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, high. He was crossfaded as shit. And nice. he, and so he just wandered on the bus and uh, tried to pick a fight with Patrick Waugh. Ooh. Um, based on team allegiance, not based on, like, anything else. So if Patrick Waugh sucks, like, it, it wasn't about that. It was just, like... Mm-hmm. So, of course, he was escorted off. Um, here's the thing, Shane. Yes. I got to say, yes. in the crease, who was featured? A, John Van Beesbrook, B, Patrick Waugh, C, Nikolai Javi Bullen, or D, none of the above. I originally, without the three other answers, I wanted to say John Van Beesbrook. The reason why I wanted to say that is because I can't remember a Florida Panthers jersey on a headliner figure of any kind, and that's my favorite jersey. Mm. But... When he said Nikolai Javi Bullen and I couldn't think of what team he was on. Yeah. Maybe a sign he wasn't that popular. I'm going to go with DJ Lil and mm-hmm. I will also say C, Nikolai Javi Bullen. The answer? D. They are oh, all included. Boy. All of bummer. the above are included. Bummer. That's However, a big bummer. I pick Nikolai Hobby Bullen because normally they're all just standing with like their stick between their like like you do for like any picture. Yeah. He has an action pose and it's fucking sick. And his mask fucking sick. And I'm passing this around. You can give that to Toddy. Oh. He has a beard. Not many of them had beards. He has the coolest helmet out of all of them. Yeah, that's very cool. But so he's also doing a save. So the fun thing about oh that's fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fun thing about this is not only did I think that Nikolai Javi Bullen was not a part of this headliners in the crease set because people didn't really know him. Not only did people know him, but he got a pose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sickest. Me- so basically, he's the best one. Probably yeah. So I was big budget bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me see that real quick. 
If you can oh, you get that. Wait, yeah. ah. I'm going to show you John Van Beesbrooks because he has your favorite jersey on. Is it the red one or the it's white one? the red one. Ooh, the red one. Ooh, Ooh, the red one. The red one's very cool. And his mask, probably also up there, is one of the cooler ones. I his had, mask. You know what? I bet if I ever have a surplus of money again, so I'll never have this. Please get that to Toddy. But I got to get a red Florida Panthers jersey. You Just do. gotta get one. I that love one it. also has a sick mask. It's the panther opening up his mouth, oh. and his head is in the middle. Um, John Van Beesbrook's head in this headliner figure looks like Evgeny Malkin from the Pittsburgh it Penguins. It does. That's very true. Um, mm-hmm. So but, that's 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 pretty sick. So we all got blanked in the first inning. Oh yeah, we mask. did, and that's just going to be a th- the theme today because I have another piece to add to our curated thrift haul. And again, we're talking about things we've had as a kid and then got back as adults, or just have had for a long time, or childhood favorites, all that fun stuff. Uh, we talked about this just a couple of weeks uh, ago on the show and my history with it. Uh, but we've got some big budget bangers worth of pogs. These are not opened. So I'm looking at on card, and they're 12 by 16, Hall of Fame premium quality collector caps, super value caps. There's 100 caps, four flash caps, which are just regular pogs that are shiny, four slammers. And slammers are the things you throw down on the pogs to flip them over. Mm. And a game board. So I got two sets of that. So I got 200 pogs, eight flashy pogs, and eight slammers. Now, um, I think this was more so locally to the area that we live in, Western PA, Pittsburgh area. But I'm sure it went out a little bit. These were originally purchased from Hill's Department Store. I have not a clue what that is. Hills? Mm-mm. Any, any? Do you know Hills? Not this from, is very not, cool. I know not relevant Ames. to Southeast Michigan, Was it like where Ames? I grew up. Yeah. Okay. So Southeast Michigan, I don't believe Hills made it out there. Did no. Ames make it out there? They did, have the Kroger out there. Did Farmer? Did Farmore make it out there? Damn. Okay. So that's thrift pretty drug? cool. No, mm. thrift drug wouldn't. Eckerd. It's sick. Eckerd's okay. just Rade Aid now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what Hills was, it was a department store. Um, so think of, I guess, Target. Kmart. Kmart. Yeah, oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. It was a Kmart. It was literally a Kmart. Um, matter of fact, so um, going to Goodwill Outlet Bins, everything like that, one of, our, one of the places that we've been at a Goodwill Outlet Bins in the Pittsburgh area, North for Sales, that used to be a Hills building. Hmm. It was a Hills, and then it was an Ames department store, and then it, uh, yeah, it was like vacant. It was vacant Mm -hmm. for about five, six years. Some type of like healthcare facility went in there briefly, and then the next thing I knew, it was a Goodwill Outlet, and I was like, bro, I live down the street. I should be doing this, and then I did. Um... So what else here? So the game, uh, the game of Pogs, we're going to be playing on the fr- during the freestyle act of the show. And I think both of you have never played Pogs before. Is never that correct? Never played correct. Pogs. Very fun. We talk about Pogs like once a month. And yeah. I still haven't played them. Well, we're going to be playing Pogs on the freestyle act. So I will get into that during that time. But I do have a Pogs-related question. See if you guys could uh, get a, a, 
uh, first point of the day. So uh, the game, quote-unquote, milk caps or pogs have quietly been around for decades. Where is its first known origin? Hmm. A, Maui, Hawaii. B, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. C, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Or D, None of the above. So A, Maui, B, Calgary, Alberta, C, Rio de Janeiro, D, I made every one of these up. None of the above. So where is its first origin? Where did people first start playing milk camps or pogs? Does anybody want to take a stab? That seems so Canadian. (laughs) It does, but Rio throws me off. Mm. That seems so Canadian to me. Canadians love milk. <laughs> All kinds of milk up there. Dude, everyone that lives above, like... 42 degrees north. What What's below Michigan? Illinois? Mm. Yeah, to the, yeah. down and to the left. <laughs> <laughs> All you Excuse milk it. lovers. We love milk. milk. Anywhere above that, Calgary it's is speaking to me. milk. Calgary loves milk. Calgary is my answer. Wow. Why is the hockey team the Calgary Flames? Because milk is just fire. (laughs) I forget some reason. The Calgary cows could be cool. Their mascot for a little while was a horse with flames shooting out of its nose. That was a good, yeah, that was good. It's It's a a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's sick. It's like a uh, Rapidash in Pokemon. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Rio. Rio? Just to go against Shane's. Finally. Mm-hmm. Stereotyping of I'm not milk stereotyping anymore. Lovers. Canadians love milk. The game Milk Cap or Pogs has quietly been around for decades. Where was its first known origin? A. Maui, B. Calgary, Alberta, C. Rio de Janeiro, or D. I made all these up. Um, so Shane said B. Calgary, Alberta. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Lil said C. Rio de Janeiro. Uh, the correct answer. Is Maui, Hawaii. Oh, no. Hey, Maui, Hawaii. That's really funny, actually. So, Maui, Hawaii. Canadians still love milk, and you put that on my fucking grave. I will. I mean, I will. Ice cream, Mm -hmm. cheese. Love Mm -hmm. cheese. Chocolate milk, milkshakes, sundaes. Ice cream malted. sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Malteds. Delicious. I don't, I don't understand what malted is. I've never understood that. A milkshake but what, is... But what is malted? What does that mean? Malted Isn't that like when milk. a bug sheds its skin? No, that's, that's molting. molting. Same thing. You yeah. might also be able to drink that. Yeah. I'm sure you can drink anything <laughs> if you really put your mind to it. Right. See, that's a good point. You yeah, know? you know. So no points there. That's no okay. No points there. Tough days. Tough day. Tough day. So um, do you want to... Uh, DJ Lil, do you want to go over your yeah, second I'll piece? Yeah, go into my next piece, mm-hmm. which is a Viewmaster. And you've been excited to have this on the show, I would say, for uh, a for good while. For at least while. a month now. Yeah. Um, I did buy this one off of eBay pretty early in quarantine. Oh, you told um, me about this. Because Very cool. this is the same, the same style one that my sister and I had growing up. I think we had two, and we had a lot of slides... Um, I think we had mostly Barbie ones, which we weren't really, like, Barbie mm-hmm. kids. We had, like, some Barbies, some horses, some Skeletors. Yeah, sure. And then, like, Skeletor yeah, like, too. Skeletor wore Barbie's clothes, and then there were, like, lizards and the Playmobil. Like, everybody 
was mm-hmm. like its own little kingdom. Yeah. Um, of that happening. But yeah, Viewmasters, I feel like we're always like the special toy. Where it's like we had it in like a specific Tupperware on the shelf. And I was like, you want to get the Viewmasters out because you don't want to lose the slides. You don't want them to tear. Like poke any of the pictures out. And if you do have like one of those spools that you put in a Viewmaster and you do puncture one of those, obviously that sucks because you can't look at that picture anymore. But also what happens is it gets stuck in the viewfinder because it's punctured through and And it has such a thin thing that it just busts it. Yeah, it's very low tech. So it's just like two molded pieces of plastic Mm -hmm. put together and then there's a big chunky... I don't know if you can. Yeah. You might be able to hear that. Oh, ASMR yeah, for time. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the ASMR hour. Yeah. This is me moving a viewfinder. Moving a viewfinder. Okay, this is what I say. Hello, this is the viewfinder. <laughs> What's in the viewfinder, yeah, DJ? Great so question. What do we got in here? That's what, that's right. what the fans want to know. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> what are we looking at? I'm going to today. I'm going to guess. Uh, let me guess. Uh, dinosaurs. I was going to say she literally told us before the show. I oh, did. really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is it? Um, this one I purchased came with four slides. Um, one is like the sample slide. So in the there's like, what, 14 individual images on one slide. So you get to look at seven 3D pictures mm-hmm. is how that technology works. One is a sample. So it's got like... Um, uh, Mickey Mouse picture, a DuckTales picture, Little Mermaid, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, maybe Urkel? Ooh, Sick. little like, Urk. Little that up action. You know, everything else is animated or, you know, a cartoon. Remember when Urkel used to take off his glasses and get hot? Damn, oh, yeah, that scarred me as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to be able. Yeah, DuckTales, um, Bambi. Also Bambi. here. Bambi. Love mm-hmm. Bambi. Uh, but yeah, the other three are Sesame Street visits the farm. Yeah, they do. Sick. So we have A1. In spring, Bert and Ernie plant a garden. Love it. Two. A scarecrow stops the birds from eating young plants. Yeah. No young plants allowed. <laughs> yeah. Ban all young plants. You gotta protect the young plants. Three. By summer, vegetables are ready to pick. No doubt. Is this a picture of vegetables? No doubt. Do they got the green guy in there? Isn't his name like Garrett or something? The green guy? <laughs> Oscar. Oh. The green guy that's not Gumby, different show. I thought Oscar was Oscar. the blue man. No, that's Cookie that's Rover. Cookie Monster. That's Grover. <laughs> is it Rover? Grover. Grover. Oh. Grover with a G. Sorry. Grover. That is a good point. Grover and Cookie Monster are both blue. Crazy how life works. I never out, thought huh? about that. <laughs> Cut from the same gym. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh uh, yeah. So summer, and then four. It's harvest time. One word. Are these Red- just like pictures of plants at this point? No. Oh, <laughs> they're they? still playing. They're still doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's harvest time. Vegetables are for sale. I bet they are. Fall brings pumpkins of all sizes. So these are Sick. all the all the pictures in the viewfinders. Yes, and then yes, yeah, six. Is jack o' lanterns light the night at Halloween? And seven, Bert and Ernie cut a Christmas tree in winter. And that's just one of the slides I've got so, here. So they're just together, right? 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, Rubber Ducky didn't come along for this trip to the farm. Not sure Aww. why. They really missed out um, on calling the Rubber Ducky Bernie. Well, sure. I guess I thought so. that'd be fun. Well, yeah. I think it's... Bert, Ernie, and Bernie. I relate to Bert. Well, I think Ernie... A lot. <laughs> rubber Duck... Rubber Ducky... Ernie's... I think it's just Ernie's. It's not collectively yeah, no. theirs. It's just like what he takes a bath with. Well, yeah. Imagine the Rubber Ducky song, but instead it's Bernie... You're the one. Well, you make bath time lots of fun. Don't let the Democratic National Convention hear that. They Honestly, banned the they should have. They should have cut. They'll cut that. All the subscribers from the right. DNC are now gone because Darn. they're allergic to Bernie Sanders. True. No bath time. No. So the you, DNC is dirty. So do you have a a uh, question? Serbia, yeah. yeah. Oh dear. The couch cushions. Oh, are it just tagging. does that. They just do that. So, Viewmaster is in the National Toy Hall of Fame, located in Rochester, New York. It should be. Which, I don't know, might might be a fun field trip if we ever leave If we ever leave this room. Um, Which probably won't happen. Nope. Uh, But how long has it been around? Ooh. So, Viewmaster is in the National Toy Hall of Fame, but how long has it been around? Okay. We have A, 1979. B, 1950, C, 1946, D, none of the above. 1979A, B, 1950, C, 1946, or D, none of the above. Mm-hmm. I realize the question's worded a little strangely. That was me approaching like 1.30 a.m. Yeah, can you repeat the question? <laughs> yes. Please. <laughs> Viewmaster is in the National Toy Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Viewmaster. Very cool. Shout out all Viewmasters. But how long has it been around? How long has a Viewmaster been yeah. around for? So, what's Obviously the answer Obviously, it again? made the Hall of Fame. Yeah. A, 1979. B, 1950. C, 1946. D. None of the above. None of the above. We haven't had a D from DJ Lil yet. No, I double double D last time. Yeah, double D last, last, last time. time I was on. So I'm holding that for a few more episodes. I have I have a I have a pick here and I'm actually not sure if it's right. But I like A nineteen seventy and you go Toddy, oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> stupid. It's so easy. It's a, like the Viewmaster's gotta be, has to be a, a lo- around longer than 1970. We've been looking at pictures for beyond that. I went right. to photography school. Like I know that. I know that. But for some reason, I, that seems okay. Um, to me, 1950 and 1946 seem very far away. Um, they didn't make toys it is really in the low 30s. T- really they low had tech. guns. Yeah. And, now, and then we got back to it. No, we were like, let's no play with toys for a bit. And then no, we got, guns. We have guns now. Nobody gives a shit about toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to, you know what? I just. I will mention that, you know, Viewmaster started as a way for pic- people to look at pictures from. Yep. Way across the world. Yep. You know, pre is a pre-internet toy. Yeah. So you'd be like, here's a picture. Like, oh, here's what Europe looks like. Yeah, here's he- what South America yeah, looks here's like. Here's the Himalayans. Like, so yeah. it used to be for more of that. Now it's, you know, just for, just for kids yeah. and stuff like that. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to go D. None of the go above. D? 
All none right. of the above. Mm-hmm. I think it's somewhere between 1950 and 1970. Okay. Somewhere in there. I'm going to say A. 1970? Yeah. And cool. I think half of me is saying go D, go D, but half of me really wants it to be A so you can be like, darn, should have said A. Well, that's a little, that's interesting. Actually, no. Hey. 1950. Hey. Fuck it. Okay. He went B. A B. And it's still wrong, Shane. D is right. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I should have said D. You should have said D. I did like come out saying this is going to be a D. I get a point. Yeah. I get a point. You but came so into a point last episode. That's what I was about lost. to say. Mm-hmm. I got a point. 1939. So I was yeah. wrong still. I was it originated in, in Oregon. Because I was thinking beginning of World War II, it's got to be when it was. And funny I was in 1939. Because even the U.S. military bought 100,000 viewers and almost 6 million reels. I'm sick. From 1942 to 1945 to use in training. But I mentioned that I'm sick. So one of those core figures could have possibly been... The Viewmaster Technical Tactical Engineer. Well, I'll tell you what. One of them does not understand tactics. <laughs> I don't get tactics. I don't get it. You gave me this tactical folder. I don't get it. I have a mohawk. <laughs> right. I don't get it. I have alligators to train. Okay. Yeah, alligators to train. So I got a point. Mm-hmm. Shane, do you have another item for our curated I have an turtle? unreasonably flat NASCAR. Uh-huh. <laughs> a flat car. This shit looks like a damn pancake, but it's a kitchen it timer. It's Much like a pancake you'd find uh, in a kitchen. <laughs> yeah. It's from like somewhere in the 90s. I couldn't find a specific date. DJ Lil just gave this to me. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, Second hand from DJ Lil. But yeah. I used to have a Dale Earnhardt one, and it was not flat. Ooh. You know what this reminds me of? Have you ever been to Quaker Steak and Lube? Yes. Quaker Steak and Lube regional wing chain. Yeah. They used to give their kids meals in, like, cardboard cars. Okay. And they were always flat. Yeah. And it looked just like this. Just like that. Quaker Steak and Lube is interesting because it's a wing place, but it, they build a faux gas station and then build a faux restaurant in the faux gas station. And then that, Got it. Then, then it's a restaurant. Got cars it. hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. They always had, like, model cars. Yep. Just, like, chilling. Like, Die-cast. one out of mm-hmm. 12. Like one twelve ratio cars. Okay. When yeah. I, when I about a decade ago, the boys and I would roll into Quaker Steak and Lube. About a decade. They used ago. to have mm-hmm. all you can eat wing night, and it was the only true wing night where you'd pay thirteen ninety nine and eat genuinely as many wings as you wanted. My record was sixty five. Sixty five. I was fourteen. Holy Whoa. shit! Sixty five. Where did wings. those go in your body? My belly. I would say my, I've done that, and I, when you said record, I knew my record, and I thought it was good. I'm not trying to flex. It that was. I like, didn't say you were, but I'm saying I did 20 one time, and I was like, oh. I'm like eight. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to flex. I didn't no. say you were, but they were delicious. I didn't say you were. But your favorite Quaker Steak and Lube wing sauce. Oh, you don't want my answer. Just You're reg- gonna say nothing. Yeah. Regular, like just like seasoning, baby, <sighs> baby seasoning, not I'm, wet. Don't give me a wet wing. I love wet wings. <laughs> I I don't uh, hold anything. They have Arizona Ranch, which is like a spicy ranch, tangy, really good. Kind of like buffalo sauce with a little bit of ranch in it. I also like uh, if you want to go dry. I don't do dry wings, but my favorite right now is you take a little bit of lemon pepper, mm-hmm. toss them in with some lemon pepper, right. and then buffalo sauce. Yeah. Interesting. It's I, pretty good. Well, that's why I don't. I I eat a lot of soup. I don't like eating with my hands. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like yeah. sticky. I didn't. I eat, don't get tactics. I didn't eat a I don't chicken get wings. <laughs> I didn't eat chicken wings till I was like maybe nineteen. Or it is 20? a little barbaric. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't. That yeah. wasn't a thing a that I yeah. was introduced to my... I made boneless wings two days ago. You missed boneless wing night at my house. Oh, heck. <laughs> Didn't get the good. invite. I've only been to your house one time. Yeah. Once. That's tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, how many... Just like an estimation. How many times have you been here? Well, we work here. We work here. This is where we work. And I and, 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 I, and I independently live here. Like I like I don't have a roommate, so you're free to come and go. So there are so many reasons why there's you should be here and I shouldn't be at your location. But I'm saying just to compare the two, I've done one 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 go around. Mm-hmm. I didn't even say one pop in too. I wouldn't even I say mean, like I'm a not, whatever. But if you go to my house, you'd yeah. see a Dale Earnhardt kitchen timer, and now there's gonna be a number six ragu kitchen timer mm-hmm. right next to it. Let's talk about the number six. Okay. What do you thought? What do you think about it? Pretty good. It's a good number. Seven cocky. It's more than five. That's do, true. Do you know any NASCAR drivers with the number six ever? No. Mark Martin. I don't know many NASCAR NASCAR drivers. <laughs> Heard. I know. I know Tony Stewart, and 20. I know. Twenty. I know that he was a dirtbag. Yeah, he um, killed someone. Yeah, he mm. definitely killed someone. Um, the reason why I know that is because my mom worked for Home Depot for like, gosh, a fifth of her life. And yeah, so like she would get always bring home Tony Stewart bags and stuff like this. And I was like, who's this guy? Click, click, click. Oh, you know, click, click, click was not me loading a gun. That was me looking at my yep. internet browser. Just <laughs> Do so you, any sixes that you know of, DJ Lo? You live near racetrack. Kind of. I didn't really. Yeah, no, I've never. No NASCAR. Never well, been fun. to a NASCAR thing. Never been to the Michigan International Well, I only Speedway. know one, and it's Mark Martin. Okay, I was going to say, what's Rusty Wallace? My number two. Watch We've been through this. Yeah, we have. <laughs> uh, being part Italian. My nono, he was full Italian, 100% from Italy, would watch Formula One. So that's what I would get into. Oh, Andretti. That's some real racing. Wow. Oh, yes. <laughs> some real racing. They all, it's all just going Mario around. Andretti. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just going in circles. Steve Blass. Steve Blass, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very famous yeah. NASCAR mm-hmm. driver. Um, Kent Reggett? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mike Holmgren was a good one, yep. too. Um, there's a lot of good ones. Dusty Baker. Well, you know what? I didn't think he was that good. No, he wasn't great. He always finished middle of the pack. Yeah, but I mean, he was there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so do you have a uh, have a question for <laughs> about us about the number six? Yeah, you have a. It's about the number six on NASCARs. Okay. okay. So this sponsor okay. for this one is Ragu. Ragu. Much like my last question, this is going to be a pick one that doesn't belong. Question, or they Very all belong? Good. Am I going to get it right away? No. Okay. Cool. So. Out of all the sponsors the number six car in NASCAR has had, mm-hmm. which one of these has not been a sponsor? Okay, that's fun. Okay. A, FedEx. B, Viagra. C, Oscar Meyer. Or D, they are all sponsors at one point. A, so Fe- D is all. D yes. is okay. all of the above, not none of the above. Yes. Is that okay? That's fine. That's We're breaking fine. the rules. Breaking the law. So breaking they're, the law. They're, Come on. D is all. Yes. So it's mm-hmm. not none. Interesting, interesting little thing. What so were the options again? A, FedEx, B, Viagra, C, Oscar Meyer, or D, they were all a sponsor at one point. For the number six For car. For the number six car in NASCAR. Okay. Um, 
I'll, I'll, and D. I'll let yeah, I'll let you go first because I have to think mine out a little bit, and it w- it may give some spoilers. Yeah, I'm feeling D. Feeling D. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like those are all very plausible sponsors. Yeah. Uh-huh. They all want to go fast. They sure do. And True. send, and send meat. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing like some meat. Meat beefs in. Right. Yeah. Uh, and no, I it's have... beef meeps in. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's not meat that's, beefs. That's beef meeps That's on another form. To you. Um, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, I admit I have zero NASCAR knowledge. Mm-hmm. Zero knowledge about their sponsorships with the number six on a car. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. this is fun. So I'm going just yeah, all in there. All right. So here's here's my thing. Um, I'm pretty sure A and B, um, A FedEx and B Viagra. I'm fairly certain that I've seen them on NASCARs. They're a sponsor. But the question is, the number six car, what sponsored that specific car? Mm-hmm. Oscar Mayer. I straight up don't remember seeing an Oscar Mayer car at all. At all. Now, I could be wrong. Um, so that's why I don't think it's D. I guess they already have the Weenie Mobile. Sure. Like that's like but again, this is on the same. Forever. It's on the same number. Yeah. So there could be. Um, FedEx and Viagra, I for sure have seen on cars. And FedEx doesn't seem like a six car. Just doesn't. Viagra would be interesting as a six car. Because isn't that like the average side of like a penis? Six no, inches? it's no. definitely smaller than that. Okay, so th- see, there's not even fun. There's not even something no fun, fun there. Work with there. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to go. I'm just going to. You know what? Fine. I don't think it's going to be Viagra, and I don't think it's Oscar Mayer, and I don't think it's all of them. So I'm just going to go with the only one that sticks out, and I, I think I talked myself in and out of it, but I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say A, Shane. A, FedEx, was on the number six car. So we have an A and a D lined mm-hmm. up. Did we get? Did we misinterpret the question, Toddy? Um, it was what sponsor has not been on the number six car? Oh, that was not the oh, question. Yeah, nobody got the question, I don't think. Did no, you I get the question? Yeah. yeah, okay. No, DJ Lowe understood Well, it. you had said D meant all of them. All so of them have been on the number six. This is the one is, which one has not been on. It's, yeah, it's reversed. reversed. Well, it's technically none <laughs> Man, of the above. Man, you got to start writing your stuff down, dude. I know, that's exactly. Sense I have it written down exactly <laughs> like that. It says, if you want even the preface of it, I was just trying to speed up the episode. It says the number six has been on a numerous amount of cars in, or the sponsorships on the number six car have been on a, a numerous level. However, there are some brands that have not made it on the number six car. Which one of these brands has not been a sponsor of the number six car? See, that makes a lot more sense. That's what I said. That question made a lot and more I, sense. And then I had said D, none of the above, meaning all of them have been yes, on it. I, I know that. that. Yeah. So I chose that one. Yes. That's all right. Well, I just that. got it wrong then. That's fine. <laughs> What's your guess? Well, I said a FedEx. I'm not okay. Well, the it. answer is a FedEx. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at that. How about that for you? Didn't even get the question. <laughs> Boom. Point, though. FedEx is the sponsor of the number 11, which car. proves 
thrifty trivia trivia. Doesn't matter. You don't have to be a brainiac over here. So. You have two. Two points to no points. This is where Toddy blanks the next round and we both tie him. Yeah, that could possibly that could possibly be it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was our curated thrift haul today. We had some action figures. We had some pogs. We had a Viewmaster Gumby, a Ragu car, and we talked about some. uh, We talked about some headliners, which are little little. athlete statues with big ass heads now um if you stick around for the freestyle act this week you will hear a very heated game of pogs and seeing as though i am the person only person who has played pogs here i think i'm going to be the mediator of the pog match so i could Hmm. i could say what's going on but after that um when we go back live to act three we're going to go into some vintage versus modern so you can see who actually wins the episode but right now it's on to act two thrifty podcast stay tuned Welcome one, welcome all to the first ever Thrifty Podcast Throwdown. So as a part of our curated thrift haul today, we went over uh, about 200 pogs from 1994. And I'm actually going to play referee here. Uh, Now for folks who haven't played pogs before, what you got to do is... Uh, you get the pogs. They're circular milk caps. You, they have a face side and a underside, and all their undersides are the same. Their face sides are different. So what you want to do is you want to put the face side facing down and make pillars, make stacks of your circular little boys here. And then what you do is there's big, fat, thick pogs called slammers. So with these slammers, you throw them at the top of your stacks and whichever milk cap or pog flips over face side to give you whatever the face side is you get to keep that pog and that is one point in the stacks in front of me there are three there's either three or four collector pogs which are a different color on the uh, underside of them so there will be two points so basically you just pick up a slammer slam one of the stacks everything that flips over is yours and then you uh it's kind of like golfing when you kind of fix your divot you just kind of uh, uh put the stacks back together um so open open that mm-hmm. side up there shane the pack of slammer whammers so this is from the actual episode we're opening these it's a good opening sound good opening sound yeah, see if you could grab the slammers out, then you could pick. Alright, here we go. So this will be DJ Lil versus Brick Body Shane. We have a Save the Ocean Pog. We have a Caution Extremely Slammable Pog. Slammers. Have a little peace sign. So we have slammers. The uh, competitors are picking their slammers now. You need one slammer. And then if you could pick a slammer and then describe it. Hmm. I chose the caution, extremely slammable, and it looks like a loose, like uh, some kind of blade. I like that. <laughs> you have an edge, but, so this yeah, slammer has a, it's an like an edge. oil spill. Look, I'm looking gonna on use it. the one that's shaped like a stop sign. Octagon, mm-hmm. which is now on the floor. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it says slam, pure poison. <laughs> so we have an octagon slammer by Shane, and DJ Lil has kind of like a buzzsaw yeah. slammer, but they're both hard plastic. Um, so we're going to flip uh, heads or tails who goes first. That one says, I'd rather be slamming. Um, So I'm going to put that, your I'd rather be slamming. Mm -hmm. DJ Lil is the back, which is the Slammer Whammer Special Edition cap. So basically, if it's the white side, uh, you go first. Mm -hmm. If it's the blue side, Shane goes first. Mm -hmm. So we're going to flip it here. White side. All right. So DJ Lil will be the first to throw her Slammer at the Pogs. Baby's first Pog game. You have to hit it harder than that. You have to hit it harder. Yeah, so you have to stack that back up. So yeah. on DJ Lil's first give and go, nothing. Not so great. No points. So Shane, it's time for you to do I'm your do thing. Something a little misconstrued here and go. Miss completely. Ooh. So Shane missed. I'll have it on record that say <laughs> he goes absolutely perfect for his rest of his career. His first slammer attempt was a miss. DJ Lil. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, well, both of, of those are still face down. So uh, DJ Lil had hit about three, two to three pogs, but none of, hit them, your face. none of them flipped over, so no points. Shane is if now I up. If I miss again, I'm retiring from pogs. So Go. Shane's up next. I, like, spewed one? some yeah. out of the side. There is cool. none flipped over. That's there crazy. are no points. Now, again, for folks new to slammers, how you want to flip them is you want to hit the slammer on the side of the cap because the object isn't to knock over the stacks. It is to flip over the That's Toddy mm-hmm. saying you're doing this poorly. <laughs> so DJ Lil up again. Ooh. Ooh. So DJ Lil has two points on the board. Got a squiggly ant and a 1965 Shelby Cobra. Shane's up. My goodness, I hate pogs. (laughs) So Shane has knocked over yet another stack, but I'll tell you what, none have flipped over. What an exciting game here. We should have stacked up like a pyramid. So we have three stacks. I'm assembling the third stack again. Now Lil is up again. All right, I got one. Lil knocks over a stack. One. Um, It's got like an octopus face man. No doubt. Naronk. Uh, maybe an alien. So DJ Grumpy Lil's alien. Zip. This sucks. Your turn, Shane. <laughs> Time to slam the pog, Shane. Ooh. I am going to give up pogs. That was so Nothing. close. I'm doing so okay, <laughs> but not good enough. So um, he has hit one of the three stacks. Half of it fell over. I'll tell you what. Nothing flipped. I'm going to do something you hate. And okay. We play NHL 07 all the time, and you hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling the goalie for the backup. Oh, you're going we're for a get, different slammer. Is that okay with the other player? Are you going to choose the one that looks like, like it has sperm on it? I'll let you pick it. Do you want the one that has sperm on it? <laughs> no, so Shane I'll use is that. giving up on his slammer. <laughs> I'll use the sperm whale. Have blamed the slammer. So uh, he is on to his second slammer. So mm-hmm. DJ Lil, if you ever need a second slammer, I guess I can. You could pick one. If that's not a, if that's not with the rules, I cannot do that. Oh no, it's fine. Today's okay, rules. Cool. Today's We're doing rules. That. Go ahead, DJ Lil. Ooh. Oh, sideways. Mm-hmm. Nothing showing. Nothing showing. Hit some of the stack over. 
but no pogs. So we had Yikes. 200 pogs to start. And I said, you know what? Can I have a slammer, please? Uh, I, oh, yeah. I said 100 should be enough. I'll uh-huh. tell you what. Three of 100 have right. been knocked over <laughs> in this pogs. So here's what I'm going to do to quicken the game up. I will now insert myself into this pog game. Can I have one more throw before you do that? Yes. I and if I get say. more than five, can you sit back down? Yes. <laughs> I will agree to that. So Shane is up. If he gets zero, um, I'm not playing at all. Let's. Shane's up. I hate pogs. Shane got zero. <laughs> I hate pogs. Shane has not flipped any over. Oh. I really don't know what else to tell you. I'm hitting them. So I will uh, insert myself into this game of pogs, and I'm going to look pretty silly when I've been giving advice to this, and then myself if I mess up. So I'm going to go. I'm now in this game. I'm not far behind. It is three zero to zero. So technically, I'm tied with Shane right now. So I'm going to go ahead and slam my first slammer onto the three pog stack and see what I get. Oh, I didn't realize we were going nothing. from directly oh, on Oh, yeah, it. that's what you're supposed to Why do. Why didn't you say that before? Because been I th- didn't know if people were going to stand <laughs> up. I was like going to say this is a sitting game and people stand up. Well, Homeboy said I'm going to aim it on it and yes. then go an inch above it I feel like I can it. see it better when I stand. Yeah. I do too, but I feel so, like but now I we're also just going to win. Right, yeah, so you're going to actually flip them Because we know how to throw them now. Yeah. <laughs> My yes. aim is terrible. It's fine. In All right, so, uh, but in your defense, I was, I flipped none over. Okay. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, DJ Lil, you're up. Ooh. Okay. Hit the stack over. Some sliding action, nothing, but nothing flipped. Nothing flipped. Shane, you're up. <sighs> yes, Shane is on the board <laughs> with go. one. Oh, what you, what'd you get? What'd you get? Uh, Dino Dudes. Yes. It's a man wearing a backwards cap carrying a skateboard. So and DJ Lil with three. Shane, yep. one. Toddy, zero. And I have another idea to quicken this up. Two pods at the same time. Nope. Okay. We're going to get rid of one of the stacks after this round. Okay. So or we could just play like three more throws. Okay, we'll just play three more throws, and whatever we have, that is the first thrifty pog competition. So I will be going next with my slammer that's not mine. I've never used oh, a slammer. Oh, that one's Yours is right in front of you. Yours is here. Okay, so I have the ridged uh, slide slammer. Danger, pure poison. Mm-hmm. Let's get this. So it's I'm up. Oh, big, nice. Bu- big budget banger. I got two pogs on that slam. Two so we, pogs. Now we each have three left. Yes. So we throw. Have, so we have three throws left each. DJ Lowe's in the lead. Three to For two. Now. To, to two. So three, two, two. To one. This oh. was just in the pack. Okay, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. DJ Lil up. So All go right. ahead, Lil. All right. Lil has oh, got yes. the best throw of the day. Crazy legs. One pog, two pogs, three pogs, four pogs, oh, wow. five pogs, six pogs. Excellent. Pulling away. So I'm at a total of nine. No. Nine pogs. Shane, you are up. All right. Let's get a big money banger here. Oh, Shane on the board. These are these two are mine. These didn't flip over. So Shane, you got two pogs. There, they, I, yes. There's yes. a there's a blobby pog. In I there. have gravel cereal and uh, blobby. Blobby pog. 
Bobby, the so, mini monster. So, the mini monster. All right, so I'm up. Uh, three stacks of pogs in front of me. I'm going to go for the center stack. I haven't tried, I don't believe, for the center stack yet. Let's see. Ah! Missed. So, um... There so it that's is. three misses. That's three misses. For all of us collectively. Two slams left. Two slams left. Go ahead, DJ Lil. All right. No. Bust. So DJ Nothing. Lil smashed the slammer. Uh, big hollow noise and no flips. I have Nothing. to do this. You said uh, rares are worth two. Rares are worth two, and rares have the white undersides. So rares on the top. And if I don't get this, we could be looking at a sad day. Sad day. So he's going to go for the big one. Yeah, I didn't get it. Didn't get it. And didn't. Also, my slammer's just gone. <laughs> so oh, we're, having, uh. we're having some tough times here. So as for your first Pog games, how are you feeling about Pogs? I'm bad. Bad I'm at Pogs. determined but frustrated. Determined mm -hmm. weirdo. <laughs> determined weirdo is up next. Toddy is up next. I'm going to go for the, the center uh, the center pile again with my slammer. Really thought this would be easier, huh? Mm -hmm. Tough. Oh, tough. Knocked most of them over. Flipped none of them over. So two throws left per person. Two throws left. Here's the funny thing, and I didn't realize this because this is my first time uh, having the slammer. These are very lightweight. Usually mm -hmm. they're heavier. Yeah. Huh. These are, these are plastic. And you're knocking plastic over with cardboard. Usually these are hard, pla like hard, like thick, hard plastic. I see. So, um, low budget banger. Low budget <laughs> bangers. DJ Lil, the My leader turn. of the game right now, is up next. All right. Oh, oh nothing. Weak. No, nothing there. Shane. Gotta speed this up. Gotta give me some oomph in this one, baby. Come on. That oh, that was so close. Went. So I have one throw left to get like 15 because Lil's going to beat us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have this. I have two throws left. This is my. Yeah, one of two throws left. I am up. Let's get it. Man, this sucks. Oh. oh. So I hit the middle stack. I flipped a pog, but before it landed, flipped back over. So I do not get that pog. DJ Lil's last throw. All right. Just, that's the phone DJ Lil, in. all you have to do is get a few, and you may sink this. Just, that's the phone mm -hmm. it in. Let's see. Oh, nothing. Nothing. So, Shane. I have to get at least six here, at I would think. At least six. Yes. yes. You would think. To tie with at me. At least six here. I'm standing, baby. Okay, he's back <laughs> to standing. He's given his microphone away. Shane is going standing. His last throw comes up big. His last throw comes up big. No idea where my his slammer, slammer went the slammer. across it's the room gone. because it is his last one. So how many pogs do you have? I think I have Did nine. On the ground? Yeah, and it's yours. It's, Very cool. It's that way. I have nine. Nine pogs. So Shane got seven pogs. Shane is now leading ten to nine. I was trying to figure out what was going on there when you said seven. <laughs> so ten to nine, Shane, you have taken the lead here. And now I myself have two pogs. So I need eight pogs to tie. Mm -hmm. I have 11, actually. Sorry. His 11 pogs. <laughs> oh, no. So Shane with 11. DJ you need Lil. need a nine piece. With nine. Mm -hmm. Toddy with two. 
So I have to get nine whole pogs on this throw to tie. Ten wins. Can I do it? Hopefully. Oh, man. What stack should I even go for? You know what? Hmm. So, the, so again, every pog on the one side, you know, you put the face side facing down. All the gold pogs are just regular pogs. There's four special pogs with the white back. Those are worth two points. And I know for a fact that one of the white pogs is in this baby stack. It's right on here. the bottom. It's on the bottom now? Yes. Okay. No, no, no. There's another one. Oh, there's another one. It's I in see the one there. Yeah. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. There might be a chance. I'm going to scrap the idea totally, and I'm going to go for the biggest stack. Never mind. I need to flip some pogs over to see if I could pog it up here in this freestyle act. All right, here we go. The last, if I don't get 10 pogs, it's over. Shane wins. Should have put points on the line, folks. Oh, I want to go the middle stack now. No, stick, stick, to, stick to the game plan. <laughs> Let's go bigger, big stack. Oh, One. my God. I will say that is the cleanest pog throw, slammer throw of this game. The mm -hmm. cleanest slammer throw of this game. Knock the entire pile over, which is supposed to happen all the time. But guess how many pogs I got? One. One whole pog, and it says, awesome aliens, hang 15. Thanks, Blobby. So Blobby and Shane win <laughs> I also uh, have the a first po uh, Thrifty Pogs competition. Yeah. Um, so what have you learned about pogs? That I'm probably never going to play them again. Keep on rocking in the beef world. Welcome back to Act 3, Thrifty, live. Uh, Act 2, Freestyle Act, uh, the Pog Battle. Thrifty's ever first Pog Battle won by Brick Body Shane. Out here doing big things, folks. Mm -hmm. um, so you had 11 Pogs yep. as the total. Out of Nine was second and three was third. And I got to say... Pathetic scores. 23 out of 100 pogs, baby. <laughs> and I had the most pathetic of the scores, so I well. can't say anything. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that my goalie change worked out in my favor. Oh, changing okay. the goalie. Yeah, I guess I could have tried that out. Yeah. But you live Oh, a little resentfulness from DJ yeah. Lil being thrown my way right now. So you know. w we opened these live on air, as you heard, and what I had not recognized of these pogs the slammers are thinner than your traditional slammers. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot harder to flip them. Well, they were also marked down from eight ninety nine to $2. And that's what happens in when you're in part of Hill's department store. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so Shane wins that, but we still got one finality of one game to play. So let's hop into Toddy it. Toddy just needs one point to win. It's thrifty trivia trivia. Vintage versus modern. Fuck. <laughs> God fucking damn it. I was trying to be sly. I'm so sorry, Tony. No, it works. The horizontal host. Do you want to just cut that in. and do that? Nope. <laughs> oh, why can't we just dump it? Okay, we can dump it. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's I mean, I can. I don't have to go back and re-record it. The mouth doesn't move. Vintage versus modern. For new listeners to the show, uh, as a part of our curated thrift haul, we have vintage or modern items we present on the show. We each select one of these items that we presented earlier in the show, and we had mar we mark that as vintage or we mark that as modern, and we try to find its counterpart on eBay.com, the website, 
And from that, we uh, ask each other, vintage versus modern, which one has more value? So I, I have the lead here. You need one point to just mm-hmm. win. I need one point to win, I suppose. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. I want it all. I okay? want it now. I have two points. And the last time I had two points... I risked it against DJ Audi going for all the marbles. And I did mm-hmm. get it that time. Mm-hmm. So I will be risking Gamble both points. points. So if you get one question wrong, you lose one point, And if you get both wrong, you lose two. Well, there's only one question. Well, we both have a question. That right. But like one each of you. Which is what I'm saying. So yes. if you lose or are you saying you get three points per question if you get them? I'm putting my two points on the line. Okay. So if, yeah, I think we're saying the same thing. So okay. if somebody asks a question to me, yes. then I say I get it right. Then yeah. I have four points. Okay. So mm-hmm. then I have four points going into that next question. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to start off vintage versus modern. We talked about my core action figures. So um, we looked at Whispering Willie, who Mm -hmm. I called Bad Boy. So I put him on the docket here. Vintage Leonard, the core Whispering Willie, action figure, 1986. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. vintage. Your modern is only from a couple years ago. The core's elite action figures, Puma Diesel Faction Face-Off, only at Walmart. So many words. The core elite action figures, Puma Diesel, faction face-off, only at Walmart. So core exclusive to Walmart. Vintage versus modern. Who wants to take a stab? I mean, all the extra words, you'd have to charge extra money for all the extra print on your packaging. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like it's pretty deluxe. Could be. Um, I'm going to go modern. Modern. So what do you think your price points could be? I'd say eleven ninety nine for the modern. For the modern vintage, uh, four ninety nine. Ooh. Okay, DJ Lil. Mm-hmm. So the question again: Vintage versus modern, Shane? Vintage Leonard, the core Whispering Willie action figure, nineteen eighty six, versus the modern, the core elite action figures, Puma Diesel faction face off only at Walmart. So we have a modern. I have the opposite thinking of DJ Lil. I think the more words they put in, the more they're just trying to play the algorithm so people buy their stuff. Yeah. I also think Crankshaft is going for a lot of money. <laughs> crankshaft? Crankshaft. That's what we called him in Me to My Core. Oh, that, that was a different one, I think. What do you mean? No, that was Crankshaft. Was it? Bad Boy? I, I, yeah, Bad Boy is Crankshaft. Cool. Sure, go crank, yeah, yeah. Seats. I'll get it. I'll, I, believe you. <laughs> I believe you, I'm sure. Um... I'm going to say Crankshaft goes for $18.99. I'm going to say uh, Puma Diesel Ultra Flex RoboCop, whatever you said, mm-hmm. is going to go for $12.99. So you're going vintage yes. mm-hmm. on this. Also, just to keep it interesting, so one of us moves on to try to tie you. There you go. That's very fun. Um, but the problem is, if I put my points on the line, get the first one wrong, yeah, that's tough. nothing yeah. to bet. Mm. All right, so vintage versus modern. The core figures... Uh, so the vintage Leonard, the core, Whispering Willie, 1986. Shit, I was so close on all of these. It is $24.78. Wow. 
So Lil, you said four ninety nine, yeah. and this is twenty four seventy eight. Oh, I thought you said nineteen eighty six is the year. You saying the date made me think that I was like less than a dollar off. No, no. So twenty four seventy eight for the vintage. So how is everybody feeling about their picks? Mm, Up not in the great. air, really. The modern uh, core elite action figures, Puma Diesel faction face off, only at Walmart. Twelve. 25 oh. vintage wins by 12 bucks i was close on the prices yeah. close on the prices too so that you get a fun. point two congratulations to thank you dj lil two to one to zero DJ lil can still tie me you can still win you can bet your one point on I'm your second probably question i'm gonna do that okay maybe we'll see okay reserved should i go next then whatever you want go on you yeah want me to go next you so go we ahead. talked about nikolai hobby bullen yeah uh, in the crease action figure for headliners, uh, it's a cool mask like we talked about, just cool all around. What's the counterpart to big-headed action sports figures now? Funko Pops, baby. Ooh, right? that's good, that's good, right. that's good. So on the docket for the Vintage Town, we have headliners in the case, in the crease, new rare Nikolai Kobe Bullen with goalie mask, 1988 to 99 collection, one out of 10,000. And for our modern, we have 2018 Funko Pop Gritty Philadelphia Flyers mascot rare. Those are both going to be worth a bunch, I bet. So the vintage was a Nikolai Javi Bullen. One out of 10,000. Headliner figure. With mask. And the modern is a modern Big-headed hockey mascot. Mm Mm-hmm. Big-headed, gritty mascot. Hmm. See, I'm scared now because I have already said that I'm putting my two, two points on the line for this. But say I get it wrong, I still have a chance to get one point in life. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go vintage this time. Okay. And I'm going to say $56. Okay. Vintage. And what's the modern price? Modern... Um. 28. Okay. Todrick, what do we think, bud? <sighs> Man. Nikolai Javi Bullen, I underestimated in the first act of the show. I'll be open and honest. I have to uh, make peace with my God, you know. Um, I underestimated it. Not only was it a good figure in the headliner's mm-hmm. line, but we figured out it maybe looks one of the coolest. Could Nikolai Javi Bullen burn me twice in one episode? It'd be really sad. <laughs> I'm going to go modern here, unfortunately. I'm going to go modern, and I'm going to say Gritty is forty nine ninety nine mm-hmm. with the modern. And the vintage uh, Nikolai Javi Bullen, I'm going to say twenty seven ninety nine. So I'm going to say mm. I'm going to say modern, and you went with vintage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The Gritty one looks demonic, just I'm in case sure. anyone wants to know. I'll show you all after. The Gritty yeah. goes for... Sixteen ninety nine, Toddy. What it. do we think? Blew it. You blew it. Yep. The blew Nikolai Hobby Bullen in the crease headliners blew it. with mask. Blew it. Nineteen ninety nine. They were both way Whoa, cheaper than I way thought. Way cheaper. Gritty than I looks thought. demonic. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> he has big old eyes, baby. Oh my so goodness. So I will say, I screwed this up. I mean, Lil got it right, but okay. I screwed this I, up. My prices were way off. Well, but I'm saying I think I did that because immediately I was like, these are both worth a bunch of money. Yeah. So I may have I may have sandbagged you, but you still got it right. That is about the most expensive headliner on the market, though. 
Yeah. So Nikolai Javi Bullen did burn me twice. Oh, well. And I had two points. And guess how many points I have now? None. None. I lost them. So right now, just like last week, Shane, Shane's in the lead. Shane's in the I lead. I have no points. Mm-hmm. You have one point. You just won that round. Okay. Yeah. Oh. oh, do you have one or two? Yeah, I have one. I have one. So one. me and DJ Lowe are tied. So I Excellent. can't win. But you can tie. I can tie. And it came down like this last time. So you could win. The three-way. So if you win this, so if you get this right, you beat Shane. D- DJ Lowe's asking the question. I am the question, so I have my last point. Oh, I gotcha. yeah. DJ Lowe can tie. Okay. And if I get it wrong, we all can tie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fun. This could come down to it. Could be it. And I hope you all know a lot about Gumby. Oh. Gumby prices, Gumby shapes. I did look up a bunch of Gumby shirts and Gumby merch when I put on shirt. Unfair advantage. Maybe, but we saw the show. Who knows? Yeah. True. All right. So the vintage uh, piece is vintage Gumby doll with three costumes, astronaut, fireman, and cowboy. Yeah. And I will say that... All three costumes are in box, but the Gumby doll itself is loose. G- Gumby, <laughs> Gumby, Gumby in box clothes. Around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but his outfits are pristine. Okay, there are three of them. Uh, the year on that's 1965. Okay, modern is the one I showed earlier. It's a six-inch bendable figure from Prima Company. Um, yeah. Okay. Ideas on your price points. I think this is a curveball. I, th- I, th- I think this is a curveball. I said it was a curveball last time, and it was not. I think it's a curveball. Last, last week, when mm-hmm. she presented the one, I had went on record to say it's a curveball. Curveball alert! Mm-hmm. I'm going modern. You're going modern. Okay. Ah, uh, look, modern twelve ninety nine. Whatever she said, eight ninety nine. Wow. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and just go with what's right there because that's what I should have done last game. I'm going to go vintage. Here's the thing. Gumby, three outfits, in box, incredible. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants those clothes in box. You know how hard it is to have doll clothes in box? Oh, yeah. T- t- terribly they're hard. They're everywhere. They're gone. They're lost. Yeah, they're gone. Dog ate them. Dog ate them. Cat ate them. I'm em. not straying from my opinion. So I will, <laughs> I will say vintage Gumby with accessories, including cowboy outfit, mm-hmm. fireman outfit, mm-hmm. spaceman outfit. Mm-hmm. We're going to go twenty six ninety nine. And the modern, we're going to go seven ninety nine. Okay. So I'm going to go vintage. He's going to go modern, I guess. All right. Vintage wins. Thank you. 137.70. Yeah. I could have told you that, folks. I just wanted us all the time sometimes. Oh, oh. No, so I was oh, a curveball. Oh, oh, no, it's oh, a, oh. a curveball. So we are Someone all tied. Do you want to do secret special tiebreaker last point round? If that's what you want to do. Do you want me to explain the super secret last point tiebreaker round? Sure, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, folks. Here's a super secret special tiebreaker round. I go on to random word generator. And I random generate a word. That word I then put into eBay and sort by highest sold. Mm-hmm. And we all guess what the price is. The closest person wins. There is no overs because that's a dumb rule. Do we all agree to this? This, okay. this is all great. We're all tied here. Blood packed. Are you ready? I'm generating a random word. 
Auction. 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 <laughs> so auction you're going to throw into eBay. So I'm going into eBay now. And I'm going to look up auction. Just auction. Mm-hmm. Just auction. And we're all going to have to guess the highest price. And I'm going to go to filter, and I'm going to wait. I'm going to sort by sold, and then I'm going to wait to okay. sort. Mm-hmm. All right. We, what is our guesses? What are our guesses? For auction. So he auction. typed auctions in eBay. So you want to think of what's the highest amount of money that something um, auction went. So auction in the eBay, you got to think that's that's a money-making word for eBay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say. Or is it just a literal like auction uh, piece. A mallet. Yeah. I'm going to say $21,000. Okay. Okay. $21,000. $88.88. Very cool. I'm going to go with 8700 Okay. So one of us is going to be right. Yeah. You so I am now sort. I am now listing by highest price plus shipping. All right. Toddy is correct. Yeah, it's my new auction. You type in auction. Yeah, right, but I didn't yeah. think houses, boats, cars. Almost thought that it wouldn't be possible. Uh, the highest thing that is sold with the word auction is a Boston Dorfer nine foot model, one hundred eighty key piano by Steinway Specialist Australia auction, sold for twenty thousand dollars seven hundred and thirty. Wow. Let's go. Yeah. Which, cool. With shipping yeah. came out to about 23000 Okay. But check it out. Mm-hmm. I did good on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a roller coaster of an episode for me. Mm-hmm. I was mad in the lead. I gave up it. I risked it all. Mm-hmm. Lost it all. Mm-hmm. And then. A, jumped into the pog game. Jumped into the pog game. Lost that too. Lost that too. Well, pretty much lost 50-30 trivia. Lost almost. everything. And now I've. I had two points at the now end of Act two points. One. Now I have two points again. Mm-hmm. But somehow, I just earned my second point. So that's pretty cool. So I win. But uh, we all win because Chocolate we all know how to play Pogs now. For me and Lil. Right. Mm-hmm. So I want to give a special shout-out to our sponsors, Commonwealth Press, CWPress.com. Commonwealth Press is a T-shirt printing business that started a DIY style in the basements of Pittsburgh. And it's since they not only make T-shirts, they make stickers. They put stuff on hats. You could, you could email them and say nice things. They'll email back, and they'll even be nicer. CWPress.com. Use promo code THRIFTY when you order 50 shirts. You get 12 whole shirts for free promo code thrifty or thrifty podcast cwpress.com also steve bears of bluffs bluffs.bandcamp.com the theme to our show for many reasons alternate reality also something you've never seen before the theme to act one and act two you got a little dance beat going into the break there bluffs.bandcamp.com so fun filled episode from the gang Mm -hmm. um thanks for uh spending the day uh together because i'm assuming after today with the pandemic and everything probably won't be seeing uh probably not in the same place for at least a bit um as far as the cases in our area they're as high as they've ever been Mm -hmm. um so (laughs) i don't know exactly what's going to uh um, transpire transpire there but uh if we somehow all make it to the pittsburgh's best of vote thrifty Vote Brick Body Kids. Vote DJ Lil, best personality. And everybody else. Get roached. Get roached.
Get right, Keith needs some. <laughs>